Turn to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11. When you find your place, stand to your feet, if you will. We will begin in verse number 27 in Matthew 11. If you found your place, say amen. Amen. Matthew 11, verse 27. All things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Look at this, verse 28, our text verse for today. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Let us pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this day, this time together. We pray, Lord, in this hour that you would give us strength and the ability to preach your word. God, I pray that you would pour upon us your precious Holy Spirit. God, I pray that our hearts and our souls would be ready to receive your word today. We love you, Lord, and we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. This Christmas season is upon us as we enter into December. We have beautiful decorations, and thank you for those that participated in decorating the church. And I love to see this. I love the Christmas season. I love this time of year. It brings warmth to my heart when I come home and Christmas lights are shining brightly through the house and all the other lights are on but the light of that Christmas tree is shining and it brings warm feelings to me, it brings good memories to me, it brings a warmth and a joy about this season. But like our shirt we read this morning, Jesus is the reason for the season. And so we start today this Christmas series with the help of the Lord, the thought of this, the weight of the season. I've been challenged over the past few months with a book I have been reading by Pastor J.C. Ryle, who was a minister in England in the 1800s. And each Christmas season, he would write a series of tracts that he would distribute in the community concern for people's hearts and their salvation and how that in the Christmas season he would plead with them all the way back in 1800 when we like to think everyone was completely and solely focused on Jesus, right? We we think of history and we think, man, 1850, everybody was just, they were joyful because of Jesus at Christmas time. That wasn't the case. People were just as complacent 150 years ago. People were just as complacent 2,000 years ago as they are today. Jesus' rightful place and in the Christmas season has always been in the balance with people. And so we begin 
this series with a message prompted by the first chapter of this book called Christmas Thoughts by J.C. Ryle. When he used this text, Matthew 11, verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So what does that have to do with Christmas? My thought this morning is about Christmas and the weight of this Christmas season, the weight of the Christmas season. You see, my family, in November, we put our tree up. We started listening to Christmas music. We started uh, wearing our Christmas pajamas. I don't wear pajamas unless it's Christmas. and I, uh, I, I, I'm, I just wear my Christmas pajamas at the right time of year. But my wife, she wears her polar bears year-round. And so we get into the season and you feel the cold air bite and have a warm cup of coffee, a hot cup of coffee, excuse me. The right kind of music's on the radio. People seem to slow down, some people, unless you're Black Friday shopping. People slow down. The trees have been placed in their yearly spot in our homes. And you go into businesses and there's trees in the businesses. Lights have been strung upon gutters, on bushes. If you have a huge bush and you need some lights, let me know. I bought a light for a bush last year, and I don't, I don't have a bush in front of my house to put it on. But people that have bushes in front of their house, they put lights on the bushes, lights on the trees, lights on tractors by their driveways, lights on their vehicles. The cities and the towns begin to reflect the beauty of this season, which without Christmas is so dark and dreary. Families begin to plan their annual celebrations of meals and gift giving. If you're like us, we got done with Thanksgiving, got done eating, and somebody started talking about what we're going to do for Christmas. Thank the Lord, Grandma started saying, well, I'm going to cook this or cook that for Christmas. Start planning things out. Are you available? And you get married, you get older, maybe you're older, maybe you have kids, grown kids, trying to coordinate with everybody when you're going to be here, when you're going to be there. Get in the car and turn on the radio and you hear Santa Claus is coming to town and jingle bells. But I think in general we find joy, I find joy in this season. Just by the atmosphere. The only time of the year I'll turn every light off in the house and just let the glow of a Christmas tree fill the room. But for some it's the first Christmas without a loved one. Someone that they've lost. Maybe there's some that have lost touch with their beloved family because of arguments or disagreements that they can't seem to make right. Some have children and have loved ones that are scattered around chasing their careers and other interests. They won't see them this year because they're too busy. Some people have decided Christmas is a pagan holiday and we just don't celebrate it. But I say they're crazy. Many worry about the health and the well-being of their children and loved ones that have 
sunk into addiction. Listen to this. For many, this will be their last Christmas. With all these things considered, the good and the bad, it's easy to get caught up in the good things, the atmosphere, the lights and the sounds, and forget about Jesus. It's easy to get caught up in the bad things of who's not here, or who's not talking, or who's being difficult, or what they're doing, and forget about Jesus. So I ask you first this thought, bear with me, I know this is different. I ask you first this thought, what are you carrying into this Christmas season? See, Jesus, he said, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Jesus in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, he clearly points out the fact that he knows people are carrying things. He knows what you're carrying. He knows that you've got something on your back. He knows that, knows that you're, you're bearing a burden. He knows that, that you have something that at this very moment, under the sound of my voice, as you hear me uh, share this message with you, he knows that there's something else on your mind. He knows there's something you're worried about. He knows that there's something you're concerned about. He, so, he knows if there's something you care about more than being here, he knows about it. If there's sin that you've left without repenting about, he knows about it. If you're going to go through this season and not even once think about him, and the only time that you think that Jesus is the reason that we celebrate this time of year is because of the shirt that we read before the service. If that's, he knows if that's the only time you're going to think of him. In this Christmas season. He knows if you will go through the next five, six, seven services in the month of December and remain unchanged. He knows that. He knows if none of this will affect you. He knows about the debt that that, that many will rack up, the credit card debt that, that people will rack up just to buy something. He knows about the concern of uh, having this here and having th that there and uh, he knows if you've been held hostage by your children to buy them things just to keep them happy. He knows if you will go through this season and never once think about him because of the atmosphere, the sounds and the lights or the depressing things. The hard things that we bear and we carry. See, some of us are carrying the weight of not thinking of Christ into the Christmas season. Some of us are carrying the weight of pain and hardship and hurt into the Christmas season. But I tell you that Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that, are la that, are, that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He wants you to bring it to him this Christmas season. And so what is it that you're carrying this Christmas do the years as they pass by, do they just keep getting heavier? I told Brother Sam I was thinking uh, of a dear uncle on my way over here this morning. Brought me to tears as I was driving over. I have no reason. I, I can't tell you why. I just thought of him as I was driving over here. And you know, it's sad as times change and things change and circumstances change and people are missing. Or there's, there's, there's between us and family members and loved ones 
Things are not the same like they used to be. Things are different. It's different going to this house. That family, they just, they're just not like they used to be. That brother or that sister, they, they, man, I'm glad, I'm glad I only have to see them once a year. I'm glad that I only have to get around them once a year. I'm glad that I only have to deal with this once a year. And we're carrying this into Christmas and the years pass by. They're getting heavier and they're getting heavier, getting heavier, getting heavier. And the weight of the season because of who we will see and pleasing people and saving face and the things that we've got to do and the hustle and bustle and the tinsel and lights and all these things, they're very heavy. They're very heavy. And they keep getting heavier as the years pass by. Are you carrying those that are missing by death or those that have departed by their own choice? Those that left you? Are you carrying those that hurt you? And you go through this time of year dreading each and every engagement, each and every celebration, each and every person that you see, anyone that you see smile, do you dread having to face them because you're carrying the weight of the season upon your back? Do you already feel empty do you already feel empty by the debt, the empty smiles that you know are just given to get you through, given to keep the peace? The hustle and bustle, the running back and forth, the going here and going there. What are you carrying into Christmas? What's upon your back? When you think of this season, what is it that presses first and foremost in your mind? You see, a few months ago, God began dealing with my heart about trying to give this season to him because it's his. Hey, I have no clue if Jesus was born on December 25th. Most likely he wasn't. But the reality is... <clears throat> is that the Savior and propitiation of our sins was made man on our behalf. And so it's important that we take a time to say, Lord, I'm going to remember you at your birth. I feel like preaching this morning, but I just ain't got the, I ain't got the juice to do it. Do they get heavier each year? Do you worry? I got to see this person or that person. Do you worry about those that left you? Those that have departed on? Those that have hurt you? What are you carrying into this season? Let me tell you, whatever you're carrying, we serve a Savior who came into the world that on our behalf, on our behalf, He says here, He says, all you that labor and are heavy laden, He says, come unto me and I will give you rest. See, His invitation, He gives a Christmas invitation right here he says come unto me come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart 
and ye shall find rest unto your souls. I'm a farm boy, so I like verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, you're carrying these things into Christmas. The debt and the worry, the, the emptiness, the unhappiness, the running back and forth and going to and fro. Those that are no longer with us because they've passed on and they departed, God's called them home. You're carrying the weight of those that have left you, those that have hurt you. And it just keeps getting heavier and heavier and heavier. But Jesus says, come unto me. He gives us invitation to come to him and lay those burdens and those weight upon him. But yet our pride keeps us from doing so. And I think during this time of year, it's because everybody else is caught up in the hustle and bustle. Everybody else is busy with all these things. Everybody else is, is people that, uh, working in the bank, I'm, I'm going to tell you, working in the banking world, the meanest, nastiest people, they would be nice right around Christmas. I guess they thought they could atone for being a jerk. I'm just being honest. For 364 days out of the year, I'm going to be nice one day, and that, that'll make up for it. You ever been around anybody like that? Everybody's carrying weight. Lost people, people that don't know Jesus, they've never come to him. They've never laid anything at his feet. They're carrying weight during this season. And it's not because it's, a, it's, a, it's a, an, accepted, uh, um, you know, an accepted social holiday or an accepted idea in, in society today. It's because this is the time of year that we look to our Messiah being born of a virgin. They don't even realize it. But they feel the weight of this season. And the devil has been able to get us distracted with everything. And he starts with Black Friday. We get, somebody said, we're the only nation that gets done being thankful for something. And then we go, go spend thousands and thousands of dollars a day later to, to buy stuff we don't need. And we do it then, making preparations for this month. Well, I'm sorry to leave, leave Thanksgiving. I... There was a good sale on a Ruger uh, 380 one, one Black Friday. I just had to go do it. The only time I got up and left Thanksgiving meal to go stand in line to go buy a Ruger 380. And I hate that gun. You need to buy a Ruger 380, let me know. God's blessed us so much. And we go through a season that's supposed to be about Thanksgiving. And we capitalize it into uh, uh, buying, buying things and spending money. And we go through this season that's supposed to be about spending time with God's people and spending time with Him and looking to Him and, and thanking Him for coming into the world and, and looking to Jesus, our Savior. And we get caught up in the hustle and bustle, the busyness. I got stuff planned every weekend the rest of this month and it makes me madder than a wet hen. And if I'm not careful... I will not ever enjoy it and look to Jesus and thank him and be thankful to him and be in subjection to him and let him teach my heart in this season because I'm mad about everywhere I got to go. So what are you carrying into this Christmas season? Let me ask you the second question this morning. What is it you must lay down? You see, Jesus says here, he says, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, he's talking about those that are carrying something, those that are burdened down with something. The, the thing is, what is it you must lay down in this Christmas season? And I ask that because he says, come unto me. 
But you have to make the choice to say, Lord, I'm going to give you this Christmas season and I'm going to enjoy it looking to you and looking to your son and thinking about his birth and thinking about his death and thinking about his resurrection and looking over and beyond past all the things that I can buy, (coughs) all the things I can own, all the things I can get for my children. I want to look past all those things. But that means you must go to him and say, Lord, I want to lay down these years of Christmas season that just seem to get heavier and heavier, and it just seems to get darker and darker each year. There's a lot of people, they just decide they're better off just not even having any joy or being merry this time of year because what's the point? It just keeps getting darker, keeps getting heavier. See, he wants us to come unto him because you know what? That person that he called home this past year, that person that he's called away in the past three or four years that still hurt your heart, that it still feels different. It still feels different when I walk up uh, the hill to my mamaw's on Christmas Day and I look through the door and my grandfather's not sitting there. It's still, it, it, it feels different. It hurts. It doesn't feel the same. But the reality is, my Jesus says, come unto me. He says, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And if I can just do that and say, Lord, this person that's not here anymore, I'm going to lay that at your feet. He'll bear that burden for me. He'll carry that for me. He'll pick that up for you. It doesn't take the pain away, but he wants to carry it for you. And if we're not careful, we'll go through this season unchanged because we won't deal with the burden upon our backs. So who is it that God's taken home that, that, that you're bearing upon your back? Who is it that's missing? Because they chose to leave. They said they were done with you. They said they didn't, didn't like you anymore. That some in family even go as far to say, we're not, we're not family anymore. Those that have hurt you, those that, that have left you, and those that have abandoned you, do you carry that upon your back? You see, he says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He doesn't say, only if you've got this, 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 and this. Only only if it's, you know, I only deal with certain things. I got referred to a, I've been having hearing issues. I got referred to a doctor this past week, an audiologist. I got referred to an audiologist and an ENT. Because even though they both deal with ears, they deal with ears in different ways. You see, God don't deal with things in different ways. God deals with everything. He's a general practitioner. He's a heart surgeon. He's a foot doctor. He's an ear, nose, and throat audiologist together. He's all these things. He can handle anything. There's nothing that surprises him. The list in front of his doctor's office, the sign is so big. It's so huge. You can't even see the office because of all the things it lists that he deals with. He deals with everything. He's a specialist, amen. Nothing scares him. But we have to go to him. He says, come unto me, but we have to choose, Lord, I'm going to bring it to you and I'm going to lay it at your feet. What is it you must lay down? Let me tell you the first thing about what you must lay down. The Christmas season will not fulfill you until you reflect on Christ. If you do not reflect on Jesus and you do not give him his rightful position as Savior, as the one who came. We read Isaiah 53 in in Sunday school this morning. Go look at Isaiah 53. Excuse me. 
the one who fulfilled every promise that this Old Testament ever gave, the one who lived and died to fulfill the law, the one who gave his last blood for you and for me, the one who got up and walked out of the grave, if you do not reflect upon him, you will not be fulfilled this Christmas season. Another thing about what is it you must lay down? The Christmas season won't fulfill, fulfill you until you reflect on Christ, but the years will quickly pass by when bridges remain burned. The years will quickly pass by when bridges remain burned. When you got people that you need to fix stuff with and you leave things unfixed, it ain't going to be the, just the Christmas season that flies by. Your life's going to fly by. And one day you're going to get a phone call that someone you know you should have went and made things right with. They're laid up in a casket somewhere. And you're going to be going to their funeral on Friday at 2 o'clock. And you're going to go and hear a message about them. And all that you're going to be able to think about is what you should have fixed with them. And so what you must lay down at the feet of Jesus Christ is say, God, I'm going to lay this weight down and I'm going to reflect on you. And Lord, I need you to deal with me that the people that I have things wrong with between me and them, that I will go fix them. You see, this, bring, this season brings reflection of giving. The greatest gift you can give is obedience to Jesus Christ. And if you can go to somebody and say, hey, listen, I know this is, it's been 20 years. It's been 10 years. It's been five years. It's been eight years. It's been a month. It's been a week, but I'm sorry. See, the devil's going to say, well, it's been a week. You need to give it some time. The devil's going to say, it's been 20 years. It's been too long. But the years and the seasons will fly by as long as there's bridges burned. You say, well, once you burn a bridge, it's gone. You realize, see, that right down the street from the Lord's doctor's office, he's got a construction office. He's got a destruction office down from that, but he's waiting a little while on the destruction office to be open. So while he's in the construction business, you better go let him build back some bridges. Man, I feel like preaching this morning. <clears throat> many that see, many, many that will not see another Christmas are in need of the gospel. And we fly by racking, hey, I've racked up debt. Anybody, I mean... I'll admit it. So I'm preaching with experience. I've spent money I didn't have buying junk. Just, to, just so we could go places and make things. And we had, I, I didn't want to be the only person showing up with nothing. I didn't want to re-gift something. I didn't have a box for it. I'll re-gift as long as I've got a box for it. But I didn't want to be that person. And just to keep up with people and just to keep up with the season and keep up with society and all these things. We go into debt just to make it through the season. And hey, I'm not, I'm not preaching at you. I'm just saying Jesus is the reason for this season. MasterCard is not the reason for this season. Can I get an amen? amen. It's all about him. And there are lost people that go through this season that need Jesus. They may not be here next Christmas. They may not be around next December. There are people in our families that we will see. And while we're busy and we're caught up with all that's going on and all the, the, the busyness and all these things and all the things that make us warm and make us happy, we get caught up in all these things. And there are people that will not be living next Christmas and they don't know Jesus. So what it is that we're laying down when, we sit, when he says, come to me and we go to him, what we're laying down is my pride and also my blinders. What do you put on a horse that's plowing the ground? 
put blinders on a horse so he's focused. But see, the devil has put blinders on, on us Christian people of the hustle and the bustle and the tinsel and the lights and the Christmas trees and the, and the debit cards and the credit cards and the Rugers and all these things that we get distracted of. He's put these, these, these things on us and we can't see around us because we got to do this and we got to go there and we got to cook for this. I'm about to die up here, people. I got to go, go here and I got to go there and I've got to see these people and I got to uh, go to this place and go to that place and I got to buy this. And if I don't buy this, I'm going to have to spend $20 after the first of the year. But they got the, you know, of course, they're selling these discounted cars until January 1st. I got to go buy and I got to go do this and I got to go do that. And if I don't buy this, I'm going to be upset because I don't have something. But there are people that next year they will not be here and they will die and go to hell. If somebody don't go to Jesus and lay it down, so we can go tell them the good news of his coming. What is it that you must lay down? And what is it, the last question this morning, what is it you should walk away with this Christmas season? He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It, it will be amazing to you. When you focus on Jesus during this Christmas season, it will be amazing to you how these burdens, just God just takes them away. And, that, and that's true 24-7, 365 days a year. But in this busy season, it's amazing when you come unto him, when you lay things down upon his altar, lay things down at his feet, it's amazing how light you will go through life. Now, I'm not a light guy. You see me. But in my soul, I feel light this morning because I ain't worried about making nobody happy. I ain't worried about buying nobody nothing just to make them think I'm good or nice or whatever else. I'm not worried about having the, the, the big people, nobody around me. I don't live close to nobody. Nobody see my house. I don't have a light show for anybody to see. I'm not worried about winning something or, 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 or being the best at something this Christmas season. I'm telling you what, I'm worried about Jesus. And if we can just worry about Jesus, worry about getting close to him, it's amazing how light you walk around in this world. I'm walking around and I am feeling happy. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling fed. I'm feeling fueled. By the goodness of God during this Christmas season. And it's December the 3rd and I'm feeling good. But I want you to feel that way too. And I promise you not every Christmas season I feel this way. And I might not feel this way next, this way next Christmas. You might need to be telling me this. You say go back to December 3rd, 2023. Listen to that message on the podcast. Tell me if I need it. We have to be reminded. But I feel light. Because... I've got close with the Lord and been nurtured by the Holy Ghost to show me and reveal me how precious this season is and how good our Savior Jesus Christ was and how he literally came in form and fashion that we will never see again and was never seen before. There was a little virgin girl named Mary. And that little virgin, we know what a virgin is, right? She was pregnant. She was pregnant. Just virgin. Can you believe that? She had a little baby, and his name was Jesus. And you see, that, that little boy, his, his earthly daddy, read this story to my little boy last night. 
his little earthly daddy, his name was Joseph. See, Joseph was a good man because God knew. God knew that it would take a humble little virgin girl and a righteous man, not perfect, but a righteous man. God knew it would take those two. And he sends an angel to Joseph. What does he tell him? He says, that little girl, that virgin that you're you're a spouse to, she's with child. And she's with child of the Holy Ghost. See, this has hit me so different this year. When we start leaning upon him, he begins to reveal of us how, how, how he has placed in each and every form and fashion this process. And it's not just so that Jesus would be born into the earth and it tick off certain boxes written in the Old Testament. It's so that that one that would come and be born of a virgin, nurtured by an earthly father, could save the world that is lost. You see, his birth has everything to do with his death. He came in each and every way. He said he would come so that he would fulfill the law that damned us. That he could die That he could be resurrected and we could have salvation. That he could have the authority to say, come unto me. That he could have the authority to say, come unto me. He has that authority. Because he was born as he said he would be born. He lived as he said he would live. He died as he said he would die. And he resurrected the way he said he would be resurrected. And that has been made so rich to me in this Christmas season. And I beg you, lay it down at his feet. Whatever junk it is, we're going to have an altar call in just a second. I pray somebody will move because there is something somebody's carrying in this house this morning. And we need to just lay it down.